Hello, music fans. My name is Joe Armstrong. Welcome to an Independence Day Fast Forward, where we check in with an artist who has previously been on the show somewhere back there in our 180-plus episodes. So happy to bring you Pi Jacobs, who joined us for episode 61. So I guess in some ways, this is episode 61 revisited. That was December 5th of 2012. Hello, Pi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am well. Thank you for asking. So lovely to see you. Like, I would also call you a friend. So it's always nice when I have someone who's a friend who comes back on yeah. the show. Because we have even more to talk about. Absolutely. Like, you know, stealing stop signs and drug binges. When we're going to have another vinyl night. <laughs> vinyl nights and late night <laughs> trips to uh, in and out Burger, that kind of thing. But uh, you're going to play some music for us in a few minutes. You've got the Hall brothers, Mr. Zach and Adam Hall on yes. bass, uh, upright bass and dobro respectively. Very talented individuals, those boys. Yep. But tell me, you've had, you've had a lot going on like since you were last on the show. I mean, that was a yeah. long time ago. It seems like eons ago, 2012. Yeah. Yeah. I barely remember it. <laughs> so first of all, like I've heard the story of you personally, but tell me like you're, you're on a label now. Like tell me how that whole thing yeah. went down. Like you were on the road. Yeah. You know, the record... Um, well, in 2015, I was uh, in the Southeast twice. I was getting a lot of airplay there for an album I put out called High Rise Ranch. And uh, I was on a, in a very small town called Floyd, Virginia, which is literally population 400. And I'm having my gig and it's going great. And when a town's called Floyd, it doesn't have like six million people in it. I don't think. No, I, I know. Real... I didn't even have cell reception there, which is you know very discombobulating. But uh, so I'm doing my show and my cousin came up from Winston-Salem and it's going great, but it's just a show. And there's a quiet table in the corner. And after the show, they came up and they said, you know, would you join us? And uh, it turned out it was the label president and the radio person and a couple of other people from the label. And uh, they said, well, we like to sign you. And I said, who are you? <laughs> I the first said, question exactly. I would say. Who I the hell said, are you? And what the hell are you doing I at play? I kind of looked down. I was like, I know I've only had one beer. <laughs> you know, like, this is just odd. And then they invited me to their compound where they have the studio and their offices. And they didn't chop them into little pieces. That was my thought. You know, they're like, come to breakfast tomorrow. And I woke up and I'm like, I'm going to go, but am I crazy? So I went out and I got lost because, again, no cell, no GPS get there and they do, you know, breakfast. And because it's the South, it's like a four hour breakfast, you know, where you spend three hours and 55 minutes talking about everything except for this record contract. Right. Um, so, but I just became kind of smitten. Um, they're really nice people and they have a beautiful studio. What's the label called again? Uh, it's called Traviana. Mm -hmm. And, um, so my first question is, are they're not based in they based in Floyd? Like, how is it that there's a record label based in Floyd, Virginia? Well, so Floyd is part of the Crooked Road Trail, which is a historic music trail. Um, it's little venues all throughout uh, southwestern Virginia that um, usually feature like traditional music, like bluegrass, some folk. Now it's really expanded more that Americana people play it too. But there's several of these towns that are linked all around Virginia. and um, It's like the Underground Railroad for musicians. Yeah, and there's tourism around it. I mean, people go and they sort of follow the venues and the musicians and stuff. And um, so Traviana actually is a sister label to a much older label called Mountain Fever. And Mountain Fever was started by the same group of people as a bluegrass label. It's a very successful bluegrass label. 
actually. And what the president of the label told me was, you know, that he just got tired of banjo and he wanted to expand. So Traviana is the Americana side of their of their situation. And how fortuitous for you yeah. to have been playing on the night that those folks just happen to be there. Yeah. So you show up at this breakfast now and it's like, because that's, it's one of those stories. It's like, I mean, on any scale, that's like a dream come true it's for a musician. It's like, because that's what we all like, you think about when you're like in high school thinking about your music career. It's like, I'm going to someday, I'm going to be playing somewhere yeah. at some venue or busking at some discovered. street corner and David Geffen's going to stroll by and he's yeah. going to hear my stuff or Herb Alpert or like one of these big label guys is going to like hear us. Yeah. And then we're going to be off and running. But yeah. that in that's come true and, and, well, you. you know, this is, it's the third time that I've been signed and the previous two times were not good experiences. So, I mean, yeah, it was the last thing I expected and um, it's really nice to be wanted, you know? I mean, yeah. you know us. <laughs> What's it like? <laughs> they just, uh, you know, they really believe in me, which yeah. is, uh, it's really nice to have someone other than my family and uh, and my my fans yeah. that that is really in my corner and willing to put some skin in the game and help yeah. me. Well, it's it's the things so. that you would expect a label to do. Support. Mm -hmm. You know, artists, I think so many of us go out there and go like our whole lives, our whole careers, you know, scrapping around, taking random jobs, taking every gig we can, begging our friends to come see us play yeah. in hopes that it'll catch fire somewhere. And the list of extremely talented people that I know who never made it over that hump is as long as history yeah you know extremely talented people yeah and you know i'm not even sure it's bad luck it's just the law of averages or it's just the law of it's just numbers a numbers game i just you know well i just think that there's a lot of fate to the whole thing yeah. i mean i and then i see a lot of people that i i think are kind of mediocre that do really well so i don't think there's a rhyme or reason to it honestly yeah. i mean i will say this um it wouldn't have happened to me if i hadn't have been out on the road and right. pushing and doing my indie right, right right i'm by myself and yeah i can drive 500 miles and do a gig by myself for two hours and then keep yeah. driving you know like I, I mean sometimes i look at myself and i realize that i am kind of insane with yeah. my touring stuff and the way that i'm so dedicated but I really do love this. In four reels, I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> so, an avocation. Yeah. You know, I always tell people, and it's it's advice that I don't take my of my own advice that I don't take seriously myself, which is I tell people all the time, like there are no new fans in your living room. There are no new fans on your remote control. Mm -hmm. There are no new fans. I mean, ostensibly, you could say there are no new fans on Facebook. There kind of are, but you you're not going to get them by just commenting on Facebook. You've got to yeah. get out among yeah. the English and get out in the world and get out in front of people and take your thing, whatever that is, mm -hmm. have the courage of your convictions to take that out into the world. Yeah. And kudos to you for doing so because look what happens. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Well, the funny part was that uh, the president of the label actually found me on the internet, I think saw some music videos or something, and then looked and said, oh my God, she's coming to Floyd today. Whoa, like, yeah, so they was, did some research and found you somewhere. Yeah, there was a lot of kismet around the whole thing. That's so. pretty cool. Yeah. Damn, pie. Yeah. I, <laughs> I know. I'm like, rub your belly. I need some luck. <laughs> That's when I need some luck, right? Some Buddha luck. That's what they call that. uh, so you're nice. going to play a song. You've got the, uh, the Hall brothers here, yep. Zach and Adam. Mm -hmm. And the song you're going to play is Weed and Wine, which is, I know you're from Northern California. I am. So I can only assume, draw my conclusions, that this is based upon uh, formative experiences for you. 
Yeah, uh, where I went to high school um, in Forestville, um, we had kids that would bus in from the pot farms way out in Casadero, closer to the coast, and um, sometimes you know two three hours on a bus. Is that Humboldt? Um, no, it's it's northern Sonoma County. Okay, on which the border, is almost Humboldt. Humboldt. Well, it's on the border of Mendocino, and then it's Humboldt. Oh, that's right. I always forget about Mendocino. Yeah, but but it's you know the they grow weed up there too. So yeah. I mean. Uh, and it's it's a culture. I mean, and also Sonoma County has its own culture. But um, I just I wanted to write a song about about that and what it was like being a kid in in that environment and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. I can't wait for people to hear it. Yeah. And we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more with Pi Jacobs. If you want to learn about her, you can drop by. Excuse me. You can drop by piejacobs.com. And that's P I. You don't have to put the three point one four and all that nonsense on there. Mm-hmm. Pi Jacobs. It's obvious how you spell Jacobs. So it's piejacobs.com, Facebook.com slash piejacobs, Instagram.com slash piejacobs, Twitter.com, or excuse me, Twitter at piejacobs. And of course, as always, indepday.com to hear her first episode way back from December of 2012, episode 61. So Pi Jacobs, episode 61 revisited on Independence Day. This is the song Weed and Wine. I pray to the gods of good crops and good times. I answered Mother Nature, we know always kind. The gifts that she gives us, oh, they get us. Through the light Now living is high on a farm With cushion cabernet A three hour ride on a bus What did you learn today? Yeah, lots of folks 
say they will leave and they come back to stay. They come from a land of Very nice pie. Dig it, man. Thanks. One of my favorite things to do is watching musicians I know go out, like I was saying before, into the world among the English and take their message to people and then watch how it changes them. Yeah. Because, you know, I've known you for a few years, you know, and we don't go back super far. We're we're both transplants to Southern California here. Mm -hmm. But like I've watched you improve. Oh, and I've watched you get better at writing. I've watched you get better at singing. And I've watched you get better at playing guitar. Not that you were bad before, mm-hmm. but the more you do it, the better you get. And if you do it out on the road, it changes you. Yeah, you know, I mean, that is another one of my big reasons for wanting to go out on the road is um, I just love that feeling when you're, you know, a few weeks in and you just, you feel like a musical superwoman, you know, like yeah. like everything feels easy. You can change things on the fly because you're really comfortable in your set and, and um. You know, I kind of live for that feeling. So, yeah, I've been on tour before. It's been a long time, but um, it really changes how you approach what you do because it's easy to, like, say you play in your hometown. Another rule I have, it's like I was telling before, like, there are no new fans in your living room, right? Going out on the road changes how you go about what you do because it's mm-hmm. easy to sit in, like, the other rule I was going to say is uh, you should only play in your hometown as a stop on your tour. Yeah. That's like a wisdom thing because people, if they want to play their hometown, they like to, you know, the old fashioned way was to like build up a following in a town, but it's not mm-hmm. really, it's, it's actually backwards. Mm-hmm. The one thing I always tell young musicians go on the road, mm-hmm. do whatever you can do, sell whatever you need to sell, mm-hmm. get that vehicle that's going to take you across the mountains and to the people and go out there and like take the fight to them, take the fight mm-hmm. to the enemy, although it's not really what I mean. I think there's something too that you really learn about doing it night after night and, and reading the different audiences and situations that you end up in because. That's the stuff that really makes you grow. Yeah. You, know, you show up, you have a, a cold audience one night. You show up and there's a espresso machine in the corner and it's, you know, a really quiet room and that's all people can hear. You you just get really adept at dealing with all the different situations and that's what makes you good. Totally. You know, people get used to doing what they're doing in under ideal circumstances when you can sleep in your bed. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like sports, like home and away games. Like when you're home, you're sleeping in your bed. When you're away, you're in a hotel, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, when you're touring, you know, especially at the independent level, like maybe you're in a hotel, maybe you're sleeping in your van, maybe you're sleeping on With someone's floor. Someone's you just, met. <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. you're not sleeping at all. Yeah. And, 
taking your thing out of its ideal situation, even though playing around your hometown is not ideal. I'm kind mm-hmm. of idealizing the idealism here. But mm-hmm. taking it out of that element so that you can then do exactly what you said, which is because you, your stuff's going to break. Got to get through your show. You're going to break. It's just you up there entertaining mm-hmm. for that hour or that two hours or whatever it is. And if yeah. you break that string on the second tune, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Got to do something. Show must go on. Um, and no. that brings me to my second point, which is in this time in America, now, I don't mean, I don't want to talk about politics, but I want to talk about people because when you sure. get out among the people, like you're experiencing different things. Our country is very different oh, yeah. than it used to be. Like, how are the people Man, elsewhere? You know, you what's been so interesting for me is that, you know, I'm, I could not be any more cliche, right? My name is Pi. I'm from Northern California, hippie parents, um, uh, you know, so, I mean, I'm, you know, honestly blue, okay? I can't help it. Um, but musically, you know, I grew up listening to uh, a lot of folk and kind of California country and all that stuff. And for the last three records of mine, the Southeast is where the airplay has happened and where the response has been. So I decided I was going to go there. And I'll tell you this, it's... I was actually really scared. I was kind of like scared of super Republican people showing up at the show and, oh, would it be weird? And I am playing this song about weed and wine and everything else. And I literally have never had a problem. I've had people I didn't care for. I've had, you know, drunk idiots come and hit on me. Right, but that happens whatever. But that happens anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So, um, and... I've actually met some people who I know had very different political viewpoints than I did, and I still like them, you know? And other musicians that I know are probably very far right-leaning that I've met that I, I actually like them. So, I mean, to me, that's a hopeful feeling because it's like, we are all people, you know, and we can disagree. And, you know, I, f- I feel okay about it. Yeah. I like that they like my music. And actually, after our current president was elected, I went through a little thing. I was, well, first I was depressed and didn't want to get out of bed for a couple of days. But then I was angry because I knew I was signed to this label in the Southeast. And I knew I was going to have to go on tour there. And I had already had the tours planned. And I was like, well, screw those people. I don't want to go down there. You know, I was mad. And then I came around and I was like, you know what? You have to go down there. You have to go down there and show up and be who you are and be nice and be respectful and have a different point of view. And it's okay because the dialogue has gotten so divisive divisive, and the news plays into that. And we are all people, you know, we really are. And we need to be communicating on that level. Yeah. About stuff. And that's the thing. You know, you are right. We are, you know, at least for the time being, we're all united under one flag. You know, that may change in the future someday. It certainly has changed in the past. But for now, we're under this one flag. And it's hard to figure out. I think that's one thing that a lot of people are wrestling with on both sides is like, what is that identity? Is there one singular identity? You know, and, um, you know, it's always been different because like I don't, having traveled a lot myself and I love traveling, it's one of my favorite things to do. I don't want things to be the same everywhere I go. I want things to be different. I want there to be different from down to minute details. I want there to be different food Mm -hmm. and I want there to be different dialects and I want people to have, certainly have pride in wherever it is that they come from. Yeah. Um, 
But finding, you know, the internet has both blessed us and cursed us with this strange multiculturalism thing because I think people in a lot of places have realized how different a lot of the places are in America and are yeah. threatened by that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think my upbringing was so mixita, right? Okay, so my dad's Filipino, my mom's English-Irish. My step-grandma is African-American, and I was raised in San Francisco with hippies and gay people and all kinds of stuff going on. So I think I always assumed everywhere was like that, and right. I was in shock the first time I traveled, right? Um, but I think because I was raised like that, I... I have an expectation that, you know, we can all get along. Many, yeah. many different diverse kinds of people can get along and disagree about stuff and not be uh, disagreeable. <laughs> yeah. You know? From your, uh, what's that phrase? From your mouth to God's ears or something <laughs> like that. You know, I, I, hope, I hope we can figure this out. I, hope so. I don't know what the answer is and I wouldn't begin to know. But uh, creeping up underneath us, you're going to hear a song from your brand new record, which yeah. just came out in March, late March on the 31st, which is a Friday release date now. Friday we talked release. about that. Uh, and that song is Dance Clean. Tell me just a little bit about this tune. Well, um, this is a, one of the lightest, probably the lightest song on the record. Um, this is just about, uh, have you heard the verb adulting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, had just, I just learned that. This is about just giving yourself some time to let your hair down. Yeah. You know, and for me, like, I think I actually wrote this right after Prince died because everyone was grieving about Prince and I had my own grief about it and um, I was busy so I didn't have time to really do anything and I wanted to. So when I finally got time, I was alone in my house on a Saturday night and I have a PA system. So I cranked up the PA and played Prince as loud as I could for like, three hours and danced around like an idiot man you should have called me that sounds like fun it was fun. so fun <laughs> and that's the kind of thing that I like to do so that's that's it it's just about letting your hair down alright so we're going to hear this in just a second Pi thank you for coming back in thanks for it's having me it's lovely to see you lovely to hear you improving at what you do like I said I want to make it very clear you were never bad before mm. but you're just getting better at what you do so keep at it because I, I have every faith in the universe that you will continue to get better over time as all artists hope to the new record is called A Little Blue. Traviano Records. Go out and pick it up at piejacobs.com. And as always, drop by indepthday.com to hear Pi's full episode from 2012, as well as many, many other great artists. Pi, lovely to see you. Thank you so very much. Thank you, Joe. It's All great right. to be here. Be well. Rock on. Take me out where the music is loud. I want to sweat like a libertine down in the church so I could dance myself Baby, come take a break I like the way you talk to me With your hand on my back Your body close You got me all flurry. I forgot what it's like to feel pretty You look at me that way Let's get out of here real soon Take me out where the music is loud I wanna sweat like a libertine Down in the church so I could dance myself clean Whoa. 